What's going on, guys? Welcome to episode 128 of the Taste Cast, our weekly podcast where we talk about things, react to things, do a bunch of random shit. My name's Seth. I'm Chevy. I'm Josh. And I'm Chris. And a couple quick reminders to download and play Vampire and Need for Speed Payback, both offer for free on PlayStation Plus. Make sure to download those, play those, come back at the end of this month, which is in like a week, and uh, let us know what we thought of those games on Plus Club. We'll let you know what we th- thought of them. And our game of the month randomly picked is Dragon's Dogma, which is a third-person action RPG with uh, pawns and uh, climbing on things and killing things. Uh, we're playing it. We're going to talk about it at the end of the month. Come back. Let us know what we thought ab- about it as well. Uh, whether you've played in the past, playing it currently, or maybe plan on playing it in the future. Maybe we can recommend it to you. Uh, come back for that. Uh, type in hashtag AskTLG on your comment if you'd like your comment to be considered to be on our reading your comments and replying to it segment on taste the cast which is this show uh we have a segment at the very end where we read your comments and we reply to them i pick at random unless i see hashtag stlg on your comment if i see that you will go straight to the front of the line so type in hashtag stlg we have a discord link down below you can talk to us anytime all time and we are on itunes spotify and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us in audio form and if you like to support the channel you can like this video, you could comment, which I definitely hope you do, and uh, share it around. We're trying to hit 2,000 subscribers, so make sure to do that. Uh, love to hit that mark by the end of the year. And we have a Patreon link down below as well, if you like to support the channel even further than that. It's all appreciated. Thank you. Um, yeah, Taste the Cast, episode 128. This is fucking, we're getting so far into these. And also, welcome back, Josh. You haven't been on in a while. Yeah, it's been a while. It's uh, good to be back, though. Hopefully, everything is going great. Oh yeah, yeah. The social distancing is is what it is, but we gotta do what we gotta do. So for sure. But. So you're uh, you're no stranger to the show. We start with what we've been playing, and since you haven't been on in a while, I would love to know what you've been playing. Uh, playing a few things. Um, Borderlands Three. I just picked it up on PC. Um, Which we need to play. Pass and, came with the season pass and all that jazz, so I figured I would start to play through it again. Um, God, I'm just not a fan of the story, but the gameplay is the it's best bad. Borderlands has ever been. So it is worth playing. Um, been playing Hades. Uh, uh, real quick, what's up with uh, Borderlands Three getting new skill trees or extended skill trees, something like that? Do you know anything about that? Um, yeah. So the next piece of DLC is I forgot what it's called, but um, every character is getting a new skill tree, whole new skill tree. So yeah, that's awesome. That means it's going to change how, you know, all their specials work and all that jazz. So, hmm. and then the second DLC is called director's cut and there's no details about it yet. So who knows? Interesting. Um, other than that, but playing Hades, um, the, uh, roguelike made by the same people who made uh, bastion, um, and transistor. Yeah. They're hands down the best. That's the best roguelike I've ever played. Um, yeah, I felt the same when I played it. It was just that and Dead Cells are just master class when it comes to roguelikes. I love uh, Rogue Legacy as well. Mm, yeah, yeah, Rogue Legacy kind of started it all for me. And um, I think the second one's out in early access. I haven't played it. Yeah, I haven't played it either. I just, I, I don't know. I'll, uh, I'll get around to it when I get around to it. I, fuck, man, the video game plate's pretty full right now. So, mm-hmm. um. Yeah, so play a little, played more of Hades. Almost, I got to the last boss, but uh, I'm having, I'm, I'm struggling. And then second extinction. Um, been playing a lot of that with you for the mm-hmm. most part. Um, D 
Deep Rock Galactic just got a update, so I'm going to be jumping back into that soon. When Check you do, I will be doing the same. And then Ghost, Ghost of Tsushima Legends, been playing a lot of that. And by a lot, I mean one night. And um, We played it for like a good four hours. Yeah. But um, it's awesome. It's, it just They literally took a single-player game, made multiplayer, and then made it good. Like, it was... Mm-hmm. Usually a lot of stuff feels like really, really like tacked on, but this is its own mode. Yeah. I would say that would rival like uh, like Call of Duty campaign and Call of Duty zomb- zombies. You know, it's it's literally its own thing. They could have done the EA thing and had like a four-player cooperative, loosely class-based three-map survival mode where like you just sit there and survive and level up. And, and they kind of did that, but it's more robust. Um, yeah. it's a lot more thought out, so it doesn't feel as tacked on. I, I mean, I even humored playing those, uh, EA tacked on, like, um, what fucking games have those, um... Mass Effect 3. Mass Effect 3 and... Oh, no. Dragon Age Inquisition. Dragon Age Inquisition. They both had the exact same mode. And I was like, oh, back then, I was like, oh, this is neat. Like, oh, I, I could play this for, like, 20 hours, probably. And I did play, play them quite a bit, but they're very... After you've done, like, the, the three maps, you're, like, it's just grinding and repetition and it, it was fun enough but like this feels like that thought but like way more robust and right out the gate too that it offers way more so like in story mode you have nine maps with three difficult difficulties a piece and then you have four survival maps with three difficulties a piece and after that you have nightmare mode um which are weekly things and then the raids coming out yeah plus on the 30th the loot and stuff like that, like random loot. Jesus Christ, there's a lot With there. legendaries that have their own mm. random fucking things to them. Yeah, the thing about like the, those EA tacked on ones, I think for me it was more about, oh shit, I can play Mass Effect with my friends. 100%. I can play Dragon Age with my friends. Not that it was some robust, amazing like multiplayer. It was just, oh, I can play this IP with other people. It's um, it's because I'm also playing Legends and which I just call it now at this point because it feels like a separate thing almost. I I'm pretty sure that I've probably put more time into Legends now than the single player. And that's not a slight towards the single player. I'm just naturally attracted to multiplayer games, um, and uh, I could be playing a game and loving it. And someone's like, "We're all gonna play this multiplayer game." I'm like, "Okay, I'll be right at the be right there." Um, and so the single player is awesome. It plays great, but to play that with three other people that I know. Uh, and be able to run around like an assassin while somebody else is playing like samurai and like just tanking like hits and shit and someone's like playing the ronin and healing stuff like that it uh it's just it's just fun to play with people like that like the game really lends itself to multiplayer really well and it does feel like almost separate than the the single player while also you know being in theme of it and playing the same like you know uh technically yeah and the classes they they did a really good job making each class like wanting to play the other classes because like you definitely start to see like um though nobody played the archer chick but um you really see like the uh differences between them and the uh the bonuses that they add to the team you know like there's a couple of like ronin and you go down and you're being swarmed they can just be like oh oh and then you're and then you're up again Mm -hmm. uh instead of putting themselves in in danger and it's just uh really lends itself to the diversity of the group if people 
find their class that they like and, and it also never punishes you for all you know using the same classes so like yeah you could all be one, samurai or yeah one person isn't pigeonholed into a class they don't like you know that's so. the thing i really dig about too is all the classes i think are really well thought out but they have slight differences so i've noticed i've mostly played assassin and i fucking love it because in a game like this that allows good combat but also better than like mediocre stealth mechanics i like to go in as as quiet as possible for long as that i can if i can eliminate a whole camp without being seen i want to do that if i don't though i want to be able to fight fight them whatever so that translates over to playing the assassin in the multiplayer i i like to play the assassin sneak around kill people but the thing i like is all the classes are proficient in combat none of them are like Mm -hmm. the weak guy um they all just lean in certain ways so i i play assassin but i played samurai a little bit and the samurai seems like you know one of his uh moves in his perk tree gives him 25 more health i don't have that as as an assassin that means that that samurai can take a hit that my assassin can't i also noticed though in combat blocking and parrying makes way more sense with the samurai because he's not agile he has like this slight delay to his movements you move a little more sluggish when you move around whereas when i'm samurai i'm like fucking popping around and bouncing around and shit and dropping smoke bombs to take people out like as they're looking at me um and it's those slight differences that make them feel so different but they're also like like i was saying like even the archer chick she's got uh you know moves for bow and arrow but she still can kill people with a sword just fine you're not stuck to just being the bow and arrow person you just are more proficient in stuff that has to do with that and some of them have um weapons that other people can't use except for you can roll uh re-roll properties on your um gear and one part of the gear properties can be ronin can now use this it's never all but sometimes like i had a blow dart gun and assassins use those but i got one that ronins could use i was like oh it's interesting i re-rolled that though because i had zero interest in my ronin using it um but anyway kind of like to what you were saying all the classes uh feel different and there is slight things to them like i said with the samurai being a little more sluggish in his movement um than the assassin but you don't feel like you have to like play all different characters or if you want to be the bow and arrow person you're going to like get your ass kicked if you don't get to use your bow and arrow like it's mm-hmm. it's really smart the way they've they've set it up it doesn't feel it felt like they sat around a table and really figured the shit out yeah yeah it's not um it's not uh just thrown together it, yeah. it's definitely you know like you said thought out well done so um but moving on playing a little bit of that and then probably finishing up with tony hawk pro skater one and two the remake oh nice um yeah i uh i really like these games my biggest issue with them is it just makes me want skate if i'm being 100 percent honest <laughs> yeah um so uh i do love them i do enjoy what they did they do it's a nostalgia blast um but though i will say like a lot of games like that you know you pop in you have fun for five to ten minutes and then i'm like all right i played it you know it's i don't know then that's that happens for like a lot of games that are old that i pick up and play you know i'm like yeah this is still pretty good and then but i have no interest in wanting to you know go through the whole damn thing again so yeah and there's uh, a lot of people who do 
will play older games through all the time. But that's something I had to learn a while back that my nostalgia for things is typically me wanting to revisit it briefly just to kind of go, oh, yeah, memories. But it's hard for me to, like, actually play it because, like, yeah. we've come so far in gaming that, like, the gaming experiences we can have now, not the memories of when you first played those games. You can't mm -hmm. replace those. But games just play so good. They've evolved in certain ways that it's hard sometimes to go back, even though I still say to this day, maybe I should revisit it. I could play Metal Gear Solid, any of them still. Mm -hmm. But I feel like those are really... Um, pretty complex games for the time. You could do a lot mm. of things, so there's still a lot of playability there. Yeah, and I, I, I'm the same way with like Mario games. I can probably beat Mario 64 like once a year. I'd be okay with it. Um, and then Super Mario World, I can just play on and on and on and on. It doesn't even really matter. Um, but other than that, there's really not a whole lot of games from back in the day that I could just sit down and beat and play. But... But um, other than that, that's that's all I'm doing. Contra, I could play Contra. Especially hardcore. Yeah, yeah. Contra's always really easy for me to hop back into for some reason. But there's there's a bunch of older games I could still play. But I, I find myself more often than not thinking about, oh, it'd be so cool to play a game again. And I play it. I'm like, yeah, it's cool to play it for a second. I'm done. And then I go back to playing something that I'm playing currently, like Deep Rock Galactic, fucking. Ghost of Shima Legend, something that I'm like, you know, grinding and working towards something. I'm like, all right, back to work, and I start doing that. Um, it's fun like revisiting that, that shit. That um, like want to beat it was something like that I had back then. Mm -hmm. You know, like in the NES days, I'm like, I'm gonna beat Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, the arcade game. Um, not that hardest shit first one, but the second one, <laughs> and um. You know, and I was I had a drive to beat this, I had a drive and to do this and that, but now I just don't have that with those old games anymore. Like I was like, I've done this and I'm not gonna sit here and get good again to the point where I can do it again. Well it's rough because so. there's already so many fucking games I don't have the time to play now. Let alone <laughs> go back in time to play the games that I have played. Like yeah. which sounds shitty to anyone who's like, Those are the old games, those are the good ones. Well, like whatever, like I get that, but like I, I, I just couldn't I can't I don't have the time well that's like uh, the SNES classic mm -hmm. like I think it'd be really cool to have mostly to teach Val you know where I came from as a yeah. kid but like um, for me like I, I always think it'd be cool like it'd be cool to play all the Kirby Superstar and crap like that again but holy shit I'd probably play like the first level and be like ugh I, I mean I'm <laughs> There's other things to do, you know. <laughs> Although there's some older games that I always like revisiting, and even though I'm not going to stick with it and beat it this time around, I always come back to them. So, like, fucking uh, a lot of the Mario Brother games from back in the day, like Mar Super Mario 3 and fucking... Um, ah, shit. What the fuck? What, what's the Mario for fuck Super Nintendo? Super Mario World. World, Super Super World. thank World. you. Fucking, my brain was like... What is it? <laughs> that one I can always go back and play. Um, those ones are always really fun. Um, but am I going to sit there and beat the whole game that day? No, probably not. Or remember the name? No, probably not. Um, <laughs> but uh, those are games that I, I don't I don't mind coming back to pretty regularly. Um, but yeah, like Tony Hawk, I want to play the new one just because it's it's you know re remade. Um, mm -hmm. From the ground up, they've added stuff to it, which is really fucking cool. But to go back and play like 
the original PlayStation one. I've done that so many times just to check it out. I'm like, yep, that's Tony Hawk. I liked that game a lot back in the day. I still do. I'm not going to play this. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was. Um, I I don't remember those levels being so like. I know they revamped like some of them, but like I was in the school, I was like, I remember loving this fucking map, and I did not like that fucking level at all. When I was, <laughs> like trying to play play it again, I was like, this is fucked. Like that map's legendary, dude. I know, but you go in the gym and there's just bleachers. Like there's no nothing to jump off of. Yep. I'm like, what the fuck is going on in here? I was like, this is a waste of space, you know. And then you're like, and then I'm always trying to get to like find a half pipe because that's where all the big tricks are. Or all the big like combos are, and like sometimes you can't find them, or you're into some janky ass like half pipe that looks like a fucking an A. I'm, I don't know. Like there's times I'm just like, I remember this game being a lot better as a kid, and uh, maybe I just need to get over to Tony Hawk Pro Skater Two instead of just the first one. Yeah, I don't know, maybe, maybe I enjoyed the second one more. Oh, the second one's way better than the first one. Yeah, that's the legendary one. That's the one the fucking that's the fabled myth. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, but other than that, I mean, that's uh, I'm trying to think. That's all I've been playing, really. Yeah, except for yourself. You didn't mention that one. You played yourself. <laughs> no comment. Uh, Chevy. Uh, I haven't really played much of anything, so the only thing really worth Genshin. Meant, yeah, I played a little bit of that with uh, Chris, but we didn't really do a whole lot. How's uh, the multiplayer? Um, for the activities you're allowed to do, it's fun. I wish it was a little more expanded, but um, after reading some <clears throat> developer feedback today, it seems like they are definitely open to taking suggestions to things so they're already making a bunch of changes here soon some impactful ideas possibly um yeah so pretty much the only thing i got anything to say on is i played 14 as usual i finished my resistance weapon which is your weapon that continuously evolves through the expansion it's called something different every expansion this version is called resistance and um i was going to wait on it and just kind of take my time with it but it turns out for healers that you're best in slot weapon so i prioritized finishing it um so the only thing i have left is pants on my white mage and i there's literally no more gear for me to get at that point so i will be best in slot it's pants damn <laughs> yeah that's, that's it uh, it's a genshin impact i uh downloaded it on my phone and uh you love it on there yeah. you're the one well, when I downloaded it from the app store, I was like, I was like, man, everybody complains how slow this down this downloaded. I was like, this downloaded quick. And I opened the app and then it's like, oh, we gotta download like nineteen thousand whatever the fuck. And I was like, Oh my god. Nineteen thousand gigabytes. Like, and then my phone was just like I was like I could literally set my phone on my fucking router and it would still just it was it was throttled all hell. And I was like I got like halfway done. I was like, all right, fuck this. And I just deleted the whole thing. Play it on PC. Yeah, play it on PC. Uh. <laughs> it crosses uh. with your phone anyway. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, it, I mean, it, oh, who knows? I got too much shit to play. I don't, I don't need to add one more thing. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. <laughs> but I do think uh, 
in the and it wasn't very specific, but they mentioned controller. Um, it needs it binding and support or something like that. So I don't know if that is them saying they're adding controller support to mobile and PC or not. Um, but they are at the very least adding key binding for people. So yeah, they need to make it so you can use a controller in that game because that game. I think a lot of the hurdles of what people complain about is the controls on mobile. And if they can let you hook up your PS4 or Xbox controller or your fucking Razer Kishi, where the fuck are you using? Um, I'd be playing a lot more on my phone. At that it, point. it would, because the game already feels premium compared to most mobile games. So you would have a much better experience, I think. Because um, I'm like the only person who doesn't mind playing it on mobile, but I've also played the least amount over anyone I know. So, like, uh, but it is a lesser experience, 100%. Um, yeah, combat's just not fun on phone. Everything yeah, and it, it feels it feels really automated too. Like I'll hit the button and my character's like automatically like looking at the character and attacking this one and that one. And whereas on PC, I'm actually like looking on my own and not letting the game kind of guide me. But I feel like it kind of needs to do that because the game was not designed necessarily for, uh, I, I guess, you'd be looking around quickly and attacking people on phone because it's kind of a difficult thing to do. Yeah. I, mean, I can kind of do it, but I don't think the average person's doing that shit. Um, yeah. So yeah, controller support would be very welcome. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see when they add uh, in patch one point one what actual changes they make because they did. There's a whole like Q and A section. They they pretty much every question someone had that they decided to answer. They were like, yeah, we're, we're this is coming to one point one. This is coming to one point one. This is coming to one point one. So, um, but I mean, that game made like I think it was like a hundred million in like three days. So I think they're they're willing to spend some money in development. A little so. bit of chump change. Makes sense. Just buy a goddamn team for that fucking money. Yeah, yeah I I could be completely out, wrong bitch. on that. I'm just throwing a number out there, but I could have swore some like development cost plus profit in three days. So. Yeah, they made it back in like what two three days, something like that. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. That's the real yeah, that's Genshin impact. Like first week or something like that. It's been mm-hmm. hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah, Jesus most of that's from the Asian market though, because they're a lot more willing to pay to win than. We are over here. Oh, so. yeah. Well, that and mobile is like their main s- source of gaming. Yeah. In Asia. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else? All right. My list is very, very short, uh, which is kind of nice. Um, played more. I have it. I have it typed in. I have a list of all the stuff I need to remember, and I have it typed in as Need for Speed Chad City. <laughs> Been playing that. Um, I'll talk about that in a week. So stay tuned for that. Um, I need to play more Vampire. I've been really neglecting that game. I've been neglecting Dragon's Dogma. Um, I've played in the past, and I've played it this month, and I'll have stuff to say on that, obviously, but I need to like pick a day and just go hard on that game, put some hours into it, because uh, I'd like to have uh, a, a longer experience with the game to talk about it more at the end of the month, so stay tuned for that as well. I uh, also played Second uh, Extinction, um, with Josh a couple times, with other people a couple times. Um, I think it's funny that on Twitter, the developers were talking about how they've been paying attention to like numbers and they're like, you guys really, really have some like, uh, passive aggressive tendencies towards your friends when it comes to the drop in the payload. Cause I guess people get hit by them all the time. And I was like, yeah, that's a motherfucker. I, even people who fucking cast them down get hit with them all the time i watched josh do that he was just standing there and went boom and they went flying off somewhere i was like <laughs> um 
in in second extinction you essentially hop into a map with friends and uh there's typically a main objective and then a bunch of side objectives to do and when you're running out of resources you're able to call down uh if you brought it with you uh ammo or uh equipment packs and when those land uh they don't do damage i don't think but they throw you um Mm -hmm which is always funny to watch, but also frustrating when you're the person who gets hit with it. Um, but yeah, played that uh, played that quite a bit lately. I think I have almost 20 hours into it now. Um, I'm at the point with my gun that I'm not really being challenged anymore in the game, so I'm hoping they implement something soon to make the game more... Uh, interesting for people who have already reached some some of the i mean i have a bunch of weapons i could be upgrading right now but i've upgraded one weapon so much that um i definitely feel like i need uh further planned content or at least a difficulty slider of some kind for your missions with better rewards um which you know could just be better resources or something or more abundant of the more rare resources i don't know um but uh but yeah, other than that it's, it's still very fun um it's a great looking game I like the animations. It's very clean, uh, very fast-paced, which I really dig. But uh, playing it has become kind of automated for me because I know what to do with all the side objectives, and I'm killing raptors in like three shots with my machine gun. Uh, I can typically kill about five or six raptors in one clip, which is uh, uh, quite a bit of them. I, I kind of feel like I'm taking a lot of kills from my teammates because I'm just like, brap, 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 and there's like six dropped. I'm like, okay, reload. And someone with a shotgun in the background is like, hey, I didn't get a kill. And I'm like, sorry. Um, well, plus yeah. your character fucking ups her own damage, too. So just yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'm able to, like, leap across the map and shit, so, which is mm-hmm. great for me. That's what I want to do. I'm like, I need to get in the action. And I get in the fucking action and murder them. And uh, that's the first game in a long time that I do not use ADS aim down sights. I don't at all. I hip fire the whole time. And that's the thing about my rifle that also makes me really quick to kill things is the damage output being full auto and also being able to shoot from my hip without aiming down sight from like across the map. There'll be like a dinosaur out in the distance. I can see it silhouette on a cliffside, and I'm like from the hip prop, 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 and I just fucking hit it and kill it. And I just keep running and I'm like, I don't know if the game's supposed to be like this or not. Cause I use the other guns. I'm like, I'm not using this. This is garbage. This thing's not full auto. It's not as accurate as my machine gun. It doesn't do the damage that my machine gun does. Why would I use this? And that kind of sucks because there's a lot of weapons in the game, and I'd like to see them all maybe get... Like, the shotguns feel neglected. Um, The damage output's really good, uh, but the fire rate's slow, which is expected, but there's this weird delay when you pull the trigger, too. So you, like, click, and a millisecond later it shoots, and I fucking hate it. Um, Although... I was told that uh, the shotgun and the grenade launcher, I guess, are the two most powerful weapons in the game right now. I think the shotgun has like a flaming round. I haven't really used it a whole lot, but I hate the way it feels anyway. Um, But yeah, I need to dive into those a little bit more. But the game's really cool, and I can't wait to see what they do with it in the future. I really hope they go hard on this game because I think it could be very popular because Turok doesn't exist anymore. And dinosaur games, for the most part, except for weird indie ones, don't really exist anymore. So if you got the same team or same company that made Just Cause and Mad Max making a multiplayer shoot dinosaurs game that's already great quality, um, I feel like they could really make this into something big that a lot more people are going to play. Um, I still know a bunch of people who don't even know what the fuck this game is. So 
you know, it's just the beginning. Um, it's up to them to uh, really get that to go somewhere. And then um, pretty much all week, all week, 90 to 95% of my time when it comes to playing games has been Ghost of Shima Legends. We were touching on that a little bit. I am very much enjoying it. I think by the time uh, the raid comes out, which will be on the 30th, um, I will probably be ready for it. Um, I'm right now, I think, gear score 90. I think you have to be 110 for the raid. Um, I think. Maybe 100, 110, something like that. I'll get there, no problem. Um, I've been going really hard on the assassin, although the gear you get, unless it's specified for a class, can be used on all of your classes. So the only thing you're doing when you're playing other classes is leveling them up, which affects your skill tree for that class. Uh, other than that, you just swap your gear over to that character unless you want different gear for that character. Um, I've done all the story missions on all the difficulties, except for I think I have one mission that I have not done bronze. We pretty much, people I've played with, have we're doing like all the missions, and then we skipped bronze and just went straight to silver, which is the second difficulty, and then did all the fucking missions. So I got to go back and do the bronze ones, but I feel less compelled because they're easy and I'm not getting great rewards by the in the back of my brain it's like you need to finish those um so yeah i've played the story missions uh, extensively um i really like them a lot um it's my favorite thing about legends so far is the story missions they really remind me of uh splinter cell um convictions co-op mode which i really fucking loved back in the day um it feels a lot like that um each story has three parts that you have to get through. And um, I really like the coordination, the teamwork, um, especially on the harder difficulties, especially when there's like a hostage that you have to save. And uh, if you fuck up, you know, one of the enemies will just walk over and kill the hostage and you fail. Um, I like stuff like that. Uh, and yeah, they're all very different. I mean, you start at one point in the story where you're just fighting normal guys, and then later you're fighting like ghosts that can only be seen when thunder strikes or lightning strikes. You see a flash, you can kind of see him for a second. So you're just fighting all these ghosts and shit. It's really neat looking. Um, and yeah, the last mission, mission nine, story mission nine, is probably my least favorite mission, which kind of sucks. It's very, most of the maps are like set up to kind of go into them the way you want. They're very open. And that mission is very like hall-like. It's very linear feeling. Um, but yeah, other than that, it's, uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, I've played... Uh, all the survival missions quite a bit as well. Those are fun as well. I don't like them as much as the story stuff, but it's fun to play with three other people. Um, especially on the hard difficulties, it gets pretty rough, uh, especially because you have to kind of stretch your team pretty thin when they're taking two or three points at a time. And uh, I find myself or other people in situations on hard difficulties where they are, uh, you know, defending a point just long enough for the other team to get their point fucking cleared to run over there. So you feel that moment of like you're barely even fighting to kill these guys you're just like blocking and shit just trying to maintain you know not dying and keeping them busy just long enough for your team to fucking come and help you and shit um, which is always a, a gratifying feeling unless you get killed that sucks um but uh really fun really digging it already said assassin's my favorite uh samurai's probably my second favorite um although uh fucking shout to everyone who plays ronin Thank you for your service. Uh, I'll play on gold and I'll run to another assassin. And I'm like, 
yeah, you're all right. But then like a Ronin shows up and I'm like, oh, thank you. Especially if they're on their shit. Ronins in this um, are able to heal you, but also res you, uh, which is really fucking nice. Um, otherwise, there's a gourd you can get as gear and you can drink that and get a little bit of health back. But the Ronin is very useful, uh, although they're not as efficient at murdering people from the shadows as assassins. Um, they are my definitely second favorite thing to have in my party is someone who's uh playing that support role um i think everything else is kind of uh you know samurai's cool archer uh, i don't know hunter whatever they're called they're fine i guess i haven't really seen anyone play them to a point where i'm like we need a hunter i'd rather have two ronins or two samurais and a ronin than you know a hunter but maybe there's something i'm missing there uh, but yeah, Ronan, Ronan is very awesome. I don't really like playing him too much, but I love having one on my team and yeah, really enjoying it. Uh, honestly playing on gold with randoms, um, they've all been pretty fucking cool. There's a certain type of person who likes to just run in and try and kill everything as fast as they can. And they always go down and I'm like, chill. Like we don't gotta, we don't gotta run in here. Like if you can do it, I ran into this one dude and he's ran in. I'm like, Oh, that's how we're going to play. So I ran in too. And we're both just like running, going like kill, 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 kill. And I was like, that was dope. But then some other people try that and they're not doing this. I'm like, I'm not going to do it. Like I'm, I don't want to fail this. So, um, yeah, if, if you're not, if you're not able to do that, don't do it. Just take it slow. Fuck sneak around, kill people. Um, but yeah, uh, Legends is really cool. I another game. I hope they really fucking support a lot. Uh, I hope they got. I hope after this raid, they're not just done. I hope they add more story missions. I hope they had a whole new fucking like season of story missions. Um, add at least two more survival maps. That'd be great. Um, new class would be cool, but I'm not really hold my breath on that. And uh, raids. I've looked at all the things you're gonna lock from the raid, and it's all really cool. Um, customization options and stuff like that i'm assuming gear coming out of there will be really good too um and i can't wait to try that as well um because uh yeah this game kind of feels like in in a multiplayer sense feels like sponge cell conviction meets destiny and i hope they do as well with their raid as destiny did if i can give destiny some credit on that they did a really good job on their raids or at least what are they called in that um their dungeons they're raids raids yeah mm-hmm. which uh i think you know for a game that's not an mmo um they did a really good job like if there's one thing that faux mmos don't do well it's pay attention to what makes mmos really um addictive and uh add to the longevity of people playing them that's the thing they fail on and i think destiny at least paid attention on what the fuck makes a raid a raid and makes them interesting mm-hmm. is mechanics teamwork not everything has to be, there's the guy who takes a lot of rounds, kill him. It's like, oh, here's a jump puzzle. You need to get through this area. If you fall and die too many times, you fail. Um, oh, here's this boss. Well, there's this mechanic that you have to do to beat the boss. And I hope they do similar things, which they've already kind of shown. They've shown already that they've, they are thinking about stuff like that. So if you play the story missions in Legends um, on Silver, there's a lot of like platform puzzles and enemy puzzles kind of there's uh these things called attunements or these little shrines and there's a sun attunement moon attunement and storm attunement one's green red and blue and then some enemies will be glowing those colors and then there'll be these 
invisible platforms that don't exist unless you have that attunement. So you and your teammate have to jump onto the sun one and it'll appear. And then the other person has to jump on there and then they have to jump onto the moon one. And then you have to jump off. And then there'll be one where it's like double moon. So you got to like fucking follow the person close and stuff like that. And I'd like to see that in the raid with more people, like four people having to do, you know, multiple attunement mission or um, platform puzzles, stuff like that. So anyway, uh, really digging the game. Definitely recommend people check it out, especially if you liked uh, Ghost Tsushima and you haven't played the multiplayer. I've talked to so many people who have played Ghost Tsushima who have not played this multiplayer yet. I'm like, go check it out. It's fu- it's really fucking good. If you like Ghost Tsushima, it's that only multiplayer. Um, it's not really, you're not really losing out on anything. Although, and last thing I'll close on this, um, I would love for them to let you play through the fucking story, uh, single player story mode with at least one other person in the open world. That'd be fucking awesome. And uh, yeah, Chris. Uh, my list is pretty short this week. Uh, I played some 14, just doing the little grind here and there. Nothing too crazy extensive. Our raid's kind of on hold for the moment. Um, but just normal grinding, grinding weapons and loot and raids and whatnot. Um, played a bit of Genshin Impact. Uh, I think I'm level 24 now, almost level 25. Uh, so the world's going to bump up to a harder difficulty and rare loot's going to drop. Still can't join my world, though. Still cannot join Chevy's world because his world is rank 3. So you can't join higher rank worlds, but you can join lower rank worlds. Um, which is only found out the other night. Which is kind of a damper on things because we, before we were like, I'll do a job on your world and we'll jump in this world and we'll jump in my world and we can rotate loot drops that way. Uh, makes it a little easier to farm. And I went but... too hard on the game, and you guys didn't. And... Chevy's going real hard on the game, apparently. Um, that's fine. There's there's a new character they released. It's this little fire mage girl, but she's like, she doesn't use magic. She throws bombs and stuff like that. So she's just kind of like a setup character, but she does a lot of damage. Hmm. Um, it's it's she's kind of medium range too, so it's not like super like does like she kind of lobs grenades out and puts mines on the ground things like that but she's fun for the most part um haven't gotten her yet though and then uh i've been going pretty hard on on world of warcraft lately yeah Um, you have (laughs) i have four max level characters now nice um but it really isn't that hard to do if you sit down and uh about two days worth of grinding you can get a max level character easy easy and i feel like a group of people like it's nothing like i think i had me and four other people a standard group comp and we hit halfway through in like five hours so it's not hard to do but it is fun um they've they've changed a lot of the talents and things like that back to older set style talents Mm -hmm. so it's a little bit slower paced um it's a little more there's a little more clutter because um, they pruned out a lot of abilities and talents, and they kind of brought some of those back, so it feels nice. It feels kind of a little bit like older WoW. Hmm. I humor for a split second, possibly hopping in there, just because all the hype everyone's talking about. But then I was like, my ass doesn't belong in WoW, so I'll just I was watching the sidelines. If enough people say something, maybe I'll check it out. But I don't even have like the background. Like I, I I've played WoW off and on, mm-hmm. kind of for since it came out, but like. Um, I've never been like a big fan of it. So like, I, you know, there's not a whole lot I'm coming back for outside of curiosity. But every time you say like you're leveling quickly and able to get stuff, I was like, yeah, I could probably do that. 
Yeah. And and they have this this feature now. It's like, it's kind of like time walking. You talk to Chromie, who's in the main city, and you pick which expansions you want to level through. Um, and it gives you the starting quest for that expansion, and everything is uh, attuned to your level. It kind of phased to what oh, you're doing. Oh, weird. Yeah. So That's if you really like a certain expansion, you can level through that expansion and get all the way up to, to 50 that way. It's, it's really nice. So it's just kind of a way to be like a la carte, like, oh, I want to do this now and this now. Yeah. Guild Wars yeah. 2 does that as well. Like, its expansions are you opt into them. So they just, mm-hmm. they're just separate quest lines and you go, I want to do this. And since every zone you go into, unless it's higher level than you, you know, comes down to you, it changes your level to that area. Um, you can really play the expansions or the main story anytime you want. So it kind of makes sense. Yeah. It's, it's really nice. Although it is a little jarring at first. Cause in my, like, I'm used to like, Oh, it's a low level zone. I can just, just mob through all these enemies and they won't touch you. you no, know? Nope. They're all the same level as me, wherever you go. Just fucking gun you down. <laughs> That's scary. <laughs> it's fun though. It's it's a lot of fun. I need to be mafia. Hearing gun you down, I was like, "What the Tommy gun?" <laughs> I need to beat that. But that's yeah, all I. Oh, I also played a little bit of vampire. 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 I say vampire because the Y in it looks like it should be vampire. I say vampire anytime I see vampire spelled anyway because Notch Noy Dozer, little kid, is carving fucking <laughs> a steak in his living room while watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer in fucking English. And then he's just running around because he thinks vampires are coming to get him, and they are. And he's just going, vampire, vampire. And his mom's like, bruh, 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 just speaking Russian. And he's like, vampire, vampire. And ever since then, I'm like, vampires aren't a thing, it's vampires. Vampire. Yeah. Swinging his fucking stick. He's gonna he fuck someone up with that stick too. He ain't playing. He was swinging fucking hard. He's in slow mo, and you can see the gravity just. <laughs> he's trying to kill something with that. He's fucking serious about vampires. <laughs> Anything else? No, that's all I think I've really been playing. Are you mind. very excited to talk about vampire? Sure. Great. Me too. I'm very excited to talk about anything. That didn't reveal yeah. shit. Um, um, for, I also forgot to mention, I, will, I did play a little bit of Dragon's Dogma. That's my bad. The one, if there's one game ever made <laughs> that I wish had multiplayer, it's that game. I'm not going to talk about the game or my opinion on it, but if there's one game that anyone ever would ask, is there a game that you wish had multiplayer? Dragon's Dogma. 100% because it's straight up built for it. It's Yeah, it's a multiplayer game without yeah. multiplayer. Yeah, because you can have four people in your party, so you and your pawn and somebody else and their pawn. Yeah, and you already have other people playing with you. They're just pawns. Those could be other people. Other people could bring their pawns over. And if someone's like, well, it'd be kind of hard to do. Capcom already made Lost Planet and Monster Hunter World. Yeah. This game totally could do the exact same thing. This ain't out of their wheelhouse. This is fucking should be expected from them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, oh, also, you mentioned uh, that you need to sit down and play Dragon's Dogma mm-hmm. on a good run where you're just going straight because it has like New Game Plus and stuff like that. You can get to the end in like two and a half hours or something like that. You can beat so, the game in two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. So that's some missed you, bullshit. Uh, that's fucking so yeah. wild. Yeah, so. Who beat? Oh, somebody beat fucking um, Baldur's Gate 3 in seven minutes. 
the contents in the game, the first act. Mm-hmm. But it also had to do with it, it had to do with their familiarity with the act, the build that they made, but also lucky rolls. Mm-hmm. So that they were obviously trying over and over and over again, but the record as of a week ago was seven minutes. I'm like, That's like Jesus. in Fallout 2, you can literally just go to the last boss and tell him to stand down if your character is charismatic enough. And he's like, oh, okay, and then the credits just roll. Well, it's like that Far Cry game with the, the guy in the pink suit and the blonde hair. I don't know what Far Cry Taking that is. In. Four, four and Fair five four. both have a if secret just, ending in the beginning. You stand there at the dinner table, the very intro, and he's like, oh, I'll be right back. And you, if you don't press a single button and wait, he will come back and talk to you, and then the credits will roll. Yeah, and that's the that's the genius too that you should experience that and beating the game because they both have similar endings. Just one is literally proving that he meant what he said. Yeah, he's gonna show you. You know, what, it's your mom. Yeah, he's like, yeah, oh, I'll take you to your mom's grave, grave. wherever yeah. the fuck. And then when you beat the game, he's like, I was gonna do it, and you're like, yeah. oh, I just went through this whole fucking scenario where I've murdered a bunch of people and shit. And you go, well, the fucking the place is yours now. I'm out of here. Um, in Far Cry Five, you go in there. That beginning, that intro, is so fucking good in Far Cry Five. But you go in there to get the father, or whatever, and they're like, "All right, handcuff him." And everybody's like hesitant to go in here anyway. And they're like, "Handcuff him!" And he puts his hands out. He's like, "You won't take me." And you can just sit there and wait. And everybody's like, "Are you gonna do it? Are you gonna do it? Like fucking like what are you doing? Like and the guy's just staring right at you the whole time. If you wait long enough, the sheriff who lives there, who's like didn't want to go there in the first place, he like grabs you by the shoulder. He's like, "All right, we're getting out of here," and you like leave. And if you know the ending of Far Cry Five, it didn't matter whether you stayed or not, because mm-hmm. what what he prophesies to happen will happen regardless of if you're there or not. So it's a really they're they're both really smart. Um, yeah little easter eggs in the game that I, I really fucking love i can't wait for far cry 6 which if it doesn't have multiplayer i'm gonna be fucking pissed but that'd be weird because they've set a standard at this point and if it has that fucking new dawn weird health bar level system oh dude i will fucking if, if you want to make shit. a passionate fan of far cry fucking hate far cry do that it's a good plan solid plan Yeah, because I, ugh. I thought you were getting ready to use your headset like a microphone. I thought you were trying to be Bane. At the football game. Stand up for what you believe in. (laughs) Uh, Any other games anybody's been playing? No, but uh, I was going to say, anyone who has had a Final Fantasy XIV account and hasn't played in like two months, they're doing a free login campaign right now. Can I log in? Yep. Nope, not you. Everyone else. You fucked up, homie. It takes like 96 hours once you log in. So mm. That's good info. That's good info. Make sure to check out our, what are they called? Link free shell? company. Link shell? No, free company. Um, free company. What is it? Taste of Gaming? Yep. On Coral. Crystal um, Coral. Crystal Coral. All right, let us know in the comments what games have you guys been playing this last week? What games are you looking forward to playing? There's still some games coming out very soon that I'm very excited to play. Uh, Watch Dogs Legion. I really want to fucking play that shit. Um, PS5. I want to play that shit um, next month. Uh, and, uh, yeah, any games you played that are not that great? I always like to hear, but like, hey, this game kind of fucking sucks, even though I'm like one of the only people I know who's like, 
this game's not that great, but you should play it anyway. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, so we have a video we're going to be watching, and uh, this is actually kind of exciting for me because this is a an Xbox game. It'll be coming out on PC as well, but um, it's a next-gen game. Uh, it is called Scorn, and uh, the gameplay came out today. A couple things on it. I should probably switch you guys over so you can see what the fuck I'm looking at. Couple things on it uh, because I don't know shit about it. Um, where's the info? Doesn't exist. There, there was info when I, saw, when I looked at this earlier. And it's gone now. They changed it. Anyway, uh, this is a first-person shooter that's going to be coming out on Xbox and uh, PC. Um, it is. You can tell. I don't have to tell you this, but it's it's very heavily inspired by H.R. Geiger. Uh, who did the design for Xenomorphs in Alien um, and a lot of other things. If you've seen his art, um, you can definitely tell it's inspired by that. And, uh, yeah, people are talking about how gross and creepy this game is. So, uh, yeah, before hopping into this video, um, is there anything you guys want to say? Any things you're hoping for? Uh, any thoughts on Scorn before we go into it? Have you seen it at all? I don't know. Anything we're saying right now. Mm-mm. Cool. I've that only seen a little clip on it on Twitter, and that's the only reason I even pulled it today. Because I was like, oh, shit, what is that? Like, oh, brand new game, finally. Like, most of the games mm-hmm. we cover are games we're expecting. This is like, oh, shit, brand new thing. So, Yeah, it's kind of nice that um, Xbox is doing a really good job kind of um, with their exclusives on... It, it's exclusive to Xbox, right? It's not allowed on PS4 or 5. Oh. <laughs> So, I don't know so, if I call that exclusive, but they're getting very personal with what PS5 is not anyway, going to get. They have a lot of variety coming out of their studios, which is kind of nice. It's not just um, PlayStation has a big issue with third world action game or third person action game, not third world. And um, so it's really kind of nice to see a lot of third variety coming action. out of third world. Um, that was Far Cry 2. Um, but. Uh, like I said, it's it's nice to see some variety coming out of their home studios instead of just the same thing. It's Not easy. To, it's easy to get variety when you can just buy any studio you want. We got true. something different. Buy it. Mm-hmm. So that's that. That's that fucking Microsoft wallet. Let me pick that up. But yeah, it is interesting. I mean, I there's definitely, and I've looked it up before um, when having these debates. Uh, there's definitely games that PlayStation or Sony makes. PlayStation, uh, first-party companies make that aren't third-person action games, but they definitely like those quite a bit. But I think they have a legacy with those anyway, since PlayStation, they make a lot of third-person games that are story-centric, so that's kind of their bread and butter. It's something that people expect from them. Um, Whereas Xbox um, has always been kind of like pretty heavy into the shooters, third-person shooters, first-person shooters. Um, But they, I mean, they got like Halo Wars and stuff like that, so they they do different shit. Um, grounded, which is a you know a fucking survival game. It's not finished. Soon, but. soon they're gonna have that uh, Skyrim esque Obsidian game. Honor. Or, oh yeah, yeah. and Skyrim too, and Skyrim too. <laughs> I got that. I'm making making another <laughs> Elder Scrolls game. It's just fucking Skyrim two. <laughs> After that, Skyrim three. You guys, fucking ready to go back to the mountain? Um. A lot of people too have been saying, uh, going off on a different thing here, uh, since Microsoft now owns Obsidian and Bethesda, um, they're like, can they make fucking New Vegas too? 
I'm like, that'd be interesting. Well, actually, the um, the developers, they own a studio that had the original developers and creators of Fallout 1 and 2. Um, so technically, they can give them back the Fallout license. Wasn't that the people who made Wasteland? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I it's think so. Yeah. yeah, the Wasteland. Uh, yeah, so they, they just own the whole legacy of fucking Fallout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone who ever touched Fallout, we're going to buy you. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's so, safe money. I don't I know. Maybe we'll see an improvement, not, you know, Fallout 76. <laughs> Again. You sound so sad about that. Um, the next game Fallout 76, second power. <laughs> yeah. Word. All right. Uh, so, yeah. Anything else you guys want to say before we watch this? 13 minute video. Um, I normally ask Chris, but uh, are you guys both ready? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Three, two, one, and go. It already reminds me of the original. Uh, was that Prey? Yeah. Yeah. Ew. Get it. Squishy baby. It looks good graphically. Just kind of bring me back to the old like Hexen and Doom and. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking Doom, like Doom Three, yeah. when you're in hell. It reminds me of fucking Prey hardcore. Just not it walking on walls. Big Prey vibes. I that really, lighting was fucking crazy. Yeah, the graphics are really good. Fucking kill it. <laughs> that has no right to be alive. Leave, Look at its animations. It was like gripping every part of that fucking terrain. Oh, it died. It made noise. That was the worst part. This is so inspired by fucking HR Geiger. Oh, yeah. He's being real coy with that gun. You shoot that thing like fucking John Wayne. <laughs> that was Dirty Harry. I almost thought you were going to say Wick, and I was like, there's nothing John Wick about that. Not a single headshot. There's a lot of Johns out there. He's Just not doing this. that crazy fucking slouch walk either. The atmosphere and the audio, too, is just really, like, it's just silent, except for, like, the pitter-patter of, like, little, like, flesh creatures. It's really eerie. So, already, I could see myself playing this out of the curiosity of just the world and wanting to explore it. But I need to see, because this is where fucking games like Prey and other FPSs out there have got me. I need to see gameplay that looks interesting. Because just walking and shooting shit does not do anything for me. Yeah. That thing is an upside down person. Did you see that? I, yeah, I, I thought, thought it was, it was just a, a gross chicken. chicken. It had yeah. little, chicken little nugget, yeah. That was nugget boiv. For yeah, French people, you know what I'm like, saying. Like stress or urgency or anything, like it's just kind of like Ew. creep factor. Oh, whoa. Ew, he just changed his gun like that? 
people who made this heard somebody go like, oh my god, fucking Doom's so successful and it's so gory and they're like, oh, you like gross? Well, it's gory. No, no, you like gross? We're, we can do gross. Yeah, let me just give you fleshy everything. Everything is organic. It reminds me of, what is it, in Skyrim, the Underdark? D&D? The underground. I don't know. It's the underground caverns with all like the crabs and stuff like that. It just reminds me of that for some reason. I got crabs. Everything's made of chitin. Is this Skyrim too? You that thing this is. This is. This is the new Bethesda game, Skyrim Two. Yeah, it's called the Gun's Gonna Get You. That their thing was graphics game. Sick. Gun, 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 gun. It's fucking Fustro Gun. Not the chicken. These enemies need to get a little more aggressive so he'll get a little more aggressive because this guy's what the fuck? Are you naked? <laughs> yeah, he had a little bare leg that going on there. He's showing off a little. Literally made everything worse. Showing off them Him gams. Fuck naked. naked. Just game the old concho with that fucking scorpion harpoon thing. He's thinking about it. You don't hold that thing without thinking about that. Oh no. Just get up in there. Oh, I feel like it's gonna go in your eyes. Ugh. The fucking pomegranate. Oh, just patting itself. This is fucking sick. <laughs> What the fuck? I'll give him marks for creativity. For sure. It's like sticking out your chest. This seems like a game like two generations ago that it would exist. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually sure like first this. Xbox fucking. Or 360, yeah. Mm Besides the obvious reasons I wouldn't play this game. Um, <laughs> everything looks the same to me. I would get lost really, really fucking easy. Because, for me, because H.R. Geiger is so synonymous these days with the Alien franchise, the whole infrastructure looks like an alien hive with fleshy bits added to it. Some of the things are a little, like, shameless and how much mm -hmm. it's inspired. Mm -hmm. Way too much of a nod. He's just afraid of all the enemies. Like, I mean, like, I the early why. early design of, like, Warframe always kind of reminded me of, like, slightly inspired by H.R. Geiger. Yeah. But it's not heavily inspired, so you don't look and go, well, that's definitely trying to be him. But this right. game is, like, being, like, juicy and, like, fleshy, but also going, like, have you guys seen Alien? Yeah. So did we. Yeah, 
like the alien design, like the, the alien the design that Geiger used that aliens are based off of is just like one concept of a demon that he has. He has thousands of the concepts from so varied. It's like this weird, like fleshy, gross amalgamation of things, and like it just I don't know. It just feels too heavily like drawing on the alien design alone. Although I'll give him credit, the uh, the these monster things they're killing are nothing like H.R. Geiger. They're kind of gross, like they're very very fleshy. That uh, little chubby boys. View distortion. Oh. Yeah, it's really good. I think came in like he's getting a treat. I just did. <laughs> Two of them. Pop Pop gets a treat. Pop! Pop Pop gets fucking yacked on. Not that this game needs to be run and gun fast paced, but it's a. This is very. And I know they're showing the game off too, so it's all like slow movements like that, but the slow pace of this almost feels less like a shooter and more like a puzzle game. That you yeah, shoot things no that barely do anything to you. I mean, I don't think you're too far off with all the like random doors and shit yeah. that's got to open. It's like gory mist. That's what the game should have been called: gory mist. Gore mist. Like a like a dead space. Like you don't want to use a bunch of ammo because it's gonna fuck you up. Mm -hmm. Is it? What is that supposed to be? Oh, okay. Man, I would walk right past that. I think it's just like Same. part of the wall or some shit. Yeah, no shit. Is this the the weapon that allows you to kill the big guys? Is it a grappling hook? It's got ricochet. Oh. It's like a grenade launcher. Oh. That was pretty wild effect. Yeah. It's wild that he shot that thing off so fucking casually and almost killed himself. He's very <laughs> confident. He's like, watch this. Boom. And he almost died. But he didn't flinch. It felt very quiet, too. Like, the gunshots feel very, like, muted. The game in general is kind of muted. Look. Well, I mean, how well does sound reverberate through flesh? I, if they even put effort into that, I'd be impressed. There's the <laughs> lack of sound. Yeah, I think they just want you to be like paying attention to what you're looking at more than. They watched that scene in fucking King Kong where they're down in the hole with the insects and there's like barely any music playing, but all you can hear is the fucking that. sounds. And the people are going. Ah, ah, ah. And there's a guy just getting eaten. He's like, what? There's like barely any music or anything. I'm like, this is disturbing. Fill up that pomegranate, baby. It's a lot of like fleshy, juicy holes that I'm just really uncomfortable with. Okay. <laughs> a quick little hit. Why is everything a fucking uh, Swiss Army knife? Why not? You start plugging things into other things, see what happens. <laughs> it's the first thing that's looked very video gamey in this whole thing so far. Mm. Nailed it. Somehow. 
hate this. I hate how you open the door and just shove your fingers in that little hole. Ugh. Oh, you don't want to do that? No, no, I do not. I don't remember where I saw it today, but it was like on Instagram or Twitter. But it was a video of some guy in a fucking muddy field. And he was just shoving his whole arm into this hole in the mud. And then, like, across the way, there was a hole where mud was shooting out, where every time he pushed his arm in there, I'm like, I would never shove my arm down in a fucking hole in the ground like that. <laughs> Even if there's nothing down there, I'm just like, ugh. chicken that's right don't look oh oh i wouldn't even be worried about it these things are like like fucking a one out of ten on aggression yeah i almost feel like he's under, the bad guy <laughs> all these little like juicy boys are just like hey like wait he's got a gun stop him and he starts just unloading on people like this is fucking scary This guy's just walk around fucking hell to the king, baby. <laughs> Listen to Don't Fear the Reaper and shit. Yeah, I was waiting for that. Fucking getting sucked out of that restaurant. Oh. Damn, he was feeling it. effect is crazy. Yeah. I like the storts and pulls everything. That's that's pretty impressive looking. See, this game is just like purely visuals. Mm. So far, yeah. Which is something I always kind of get worried about. Like 18 fucking order 1886 or 17, mm. whatever the fuck it is. Mm. The game looked great. That's it. Oh, the, the world and story was neat too. Gameplay wise, it was like non-existent. We need some new enemies. These guys are not doing much. Yeah. Dude, blew his leg off. They're creepy looking. But, uh, you can only offer much of a threat. Until he gets surrounded by him, he's gonna fucking fire fast enough. Because he has to reload at one bullet every minute. Here it is. Exactly. Oh, missed opportunity. I'm not hearing the song. They couldn't pay for the rights, but it's there in spirit. It's because there's no music in this game. Lucky the wind, getting, dude. It's uh, natural music. Lucky you're getting ambient noise right now. It's beautiful. I'm talking to the right guy. Fucking hate lack of audio. <laughs> I saw that. I forgot the name of the game. I thought I just said score. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Score in 2021, dude. Damn, we got we got a little bit of time for that game to come out. All right, what did we think? Uh, visually, I was impressed. Um, just by graphic fidelity, really, though. The visuals of the game, I thought, were kind of meh. Um, to be honest, I'm going to go kind of hard on this game. I was fucking Do not... It. I don't know, man. I was just—it was just nothing like crazy. I mean, it reminded me way too much. When you said pray, I was like, "Oh my god!" 
Because there it was. And uh, <laughs> oh my god! No, I fucking sat through that goddamn pile of shit. And um, yeah, you did. I wouldn't yeah. do it. I played the beginning. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this is neat. And then I played a little further in. I'm like, fuck this. Yeah. But you bought it, so you had to play that shit. Yeah. And then you and then you sat and watched me put in like the rest of the time. I was like, God damn, it was a slog. Anyway, I was, it just didn't seem interesting to me. Um, Chevy did make a good point. Everything just looks the fucking same. Um, it just looks like a labyrinth of fucking carcass. And like, I don't know. I just, I wasn't that impressed with other than like the crazy warp grenade thing, black hole grenade. And, uh, like how creative everything was. Um, yeah. Other than that, not interested. Yeah. Um, this game outside of the graphics, it feels pretty dated to me for some reason. Um, I really, it's 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 difficult because I'm watching this and, and I've seen this happen so many times at this point where I've seen a game that looks good graphically that, tells you it's a third person shooter or a third person action game or it's a first person shooter you're you're fucking familiar with this genre come and play and then you play and you're like this is kind of a minimal experience it's like whoever made it they had a fucking cool idea but they didn't execute on the gameplay aspect of it they just more were invested with the idea of like it's an hr geiger shooter it's really creepy looking and everything's organic and moving and there's a lot of fucking juicy holes to put things into um I hated that sentence. Yeah. Um, well, that's what happened. Ooh, that's not even fucking... That's not even... Hole. That's not inaccurate. Um, that game is Juicy Hole, the game. Um, in fact, just change the name. Keep it really cryptic looking. And it's just spelt in that weird way. Juicy Hole. Just H.R. Huh. Geiger looking. You're going to sell more copies, guaranteed. Although this will be on Game Pass, so you don't have to buy it. Um, but yeah, uh, it, you know, I, I appreciate that they're going for a weird, creepy aesthetic. Uh, I like H.R. Geiger. I like Alien. Um, I like that, you know, they're inspired by it. Some of it is a little too on the nose. So I'm like, ah, come on. Um, but monster design is disturbing. I like disturbing monsters in games. Um, it, this isn't Silent Hill, but Silent Hill, you know, it's one of my favorite games ever made. And one of my favorite things about Silent Hill is how disturbing it is in a cerebral way, but also the enemies are, are very creative to the point where when some of the newer Silent Hills came out and they had like knife monsters, I'm like, nope, fuck this. This is this is stupid. This is not even creative. Um, but, uh, and oddly enough, um, shit, when it comes to creative monsters, uh, oh God, what is it? Evil Within 1 and 2 had really creative monsters, uh, which I fucking loved. Uh, anyway, really creative stuff going on here. Really creepy, eerie uh, monsters, which I really dig. I wish they presented more of a threat so that that visual style could be threatening because none of these seem threatening. I feel like I feel bad they's killing them because they almost don't do anything. They just kind of like walk around doing their little chubby boy thing and they'll like look at them like, who's this guy? And then they go back to work and the other ones are like, he seems kind of like an asshole. Let's spit at him. Like, yeah, let's spit at him. He starts going, boom, 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 shooting black holes at him and shit. And I'm like, if I was those chubby boys, I'd be like, we got to get rid of this black hole dude. He's doing so. He's putting his fucking fingers and everything. He's shooting fucking black holes at us. Um, I'm on their side. I shouldn't be there. Um, and I'm getting heavy Prey vibes. If you told me that this was Prey 2, the sequel to the original Prey, I would believe you. Mm-hmm. Just say pray to. I don't care about the visual style because he could be on a different alien ship. 
it reminds me of it so much it's crazy so i'm really mixed on this game everything about it i like but the one thing that would make me want to play it does not exist and that's the gameplay Nothing about this gameplay is intriguing to me at all. In fact, it's the opposite. It's very slow-paced, and of course that's because they're trying to be cinematic in the way they're showing the game off. Way too much, though. Way too slow. Even when he's shooting the gun, there's a lot of like, huh, hmm, I got a gun, might as well use it. Let's get a nice shot here. You guys ready for this? And Shelby's like, it's going to ricochet. Of course it's going to fucking ricochet. That's why he's aiming at the wall over the fucking gate. We know. it's You're taking 10 seconds to show us it's going to ricochet. We You could have just pointed the gun at the wall. We're like, oh, ricochet. Okay, cool. And then he did it. And it's just like, the payoff was like, well, that was a really cool visual effect. Gameplay-wise, I didn't really see any fucking awesome, like, uh, I don't know, visceral uh, effect of the enemies or, like, uh, ragdolling or, I, I don't know. Just the gameplay seems flat the puzzles yeah. seem flat everything else like they, you know if they can make the gameplay and of course this could be like the first level this could be the fucking tutorial we don't know um all in all for me i like everything except for the gameplay um which looks very minimal this is a game i will keep an eye on maybe they'll show more later and as we approach its release, maybe they'll show a different area. Hopefully the whole game doesn't look like this. I would get fucking burnt out on this visual style so fast. Um, yeah, but hopefully they show more on this game. Hopefully I can uh, see maybe that there's upgrades in it or, you know, really interesting guns. These are all pretty fucking straightforward weapons and um, reasons to want to play this over another shooter that uh, there's plenty of. Yeah. One thing this game really awakened in me was my absolute scorn. I uh, my absolute scorn for uh, like organic visuals when it comes to like weaponry. When it comes to I don't like organic weapons. I don't like moving weapons like that. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. That for the most part is that's what gave me the prey vibes the most. Is yep. because like every weapon in prey was like this some moving fucking thing or something like that. And I was just like, I'm done. I'm just had enough with that. Except for there's that odd world game where they had like the little fuzzy boys. You could load into guns and shoot. Oh, strangers wrath. Yeah. That was yeah. interesting. Cause it wasn't like, look at this gross fucking fleshy, juicy whole muscle thing. That's flopping around. It was like, look at these little fucking fuzz boys. that you are launching completely yeah. different, but or the cow launcher in South Park. That's organic. You guys remember that? Yeah. I remember pissing on snowballs. That was one of the first games I remember that had a fucking, like an alt fire. Yeah. Oh, well, outside of like, um, not Quake, um, Unreal. Unreal was yeah. probably the first games yeah. I played Unreal early on that had like, every gun had an alternate fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who's giving their impressions? What do you guys think? I think it was just the two of you so far. Yeah. Um, I mean, it might not be really easy. It, visually, like graphic-wise, is very On good. Technical level, uh, everything else about it, it bores the shit out of me. You aren't horrified. <laughs> Actually, not so much, but as much as just more so, just kind of grossed out. Juicy hole the game. Mm-hmm. So. Speaking of graphics, that fucking lighting right in the very beginning when the fucking light went through the shit. That was awesome looking. 
Here's yeah. the thing that sucks, though. I'm pretty sure this is on Unreal Engine. It is. It's shit that it's at the end. Yeah, and Unreal Engine looks great, and it's really easy to develop with. And so you could have, like, a real basic-ass idea, and if you're just a little creative in your design, that engine's going to make your game look really fucking good. So you can make a real boring-ass game real nice-looking, which is a little deceptive. Not in a way that I'd be like, you need to not do that. But, I mean, just buyer beware. Fucking the game could be pretty meh. You need to not do that. <laughs> it's like they're trying to give you an Order 1886 fucking all over again. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, That game had everything about it. I liked. I liked the, the world, the lore. I liked the story. I thought the characters were compelling, and the acting was good, and the graphics were fucking phenomenal. And it was like a third-person shooter that should have been out on like PS2, maybe PlayStation, if there were third-person shooters like that back then. I mean, it was real basic walking room. There's four fucking areas of cover. It was less than fucking Gears of War when it came to that. And that's fucking tough to beat when it comes to fucking how minimal a kill box can be. Yeah, Gears of War's fucking kind of championed that fucking that formula for itself they own it that's all there so they can have it although gears tactics is a sick ass game very good sick ass sick ass like this game uh chris the problems i have besides what we've stated before is that the world is what we've seen so far is is made of flesh and usually that conveys something of being alive like whole atmosphere is supposed to be alive and everything's like a living thing even the weapons and your health and your region and your ammo reload is all living organisms or at least that's what it's supposed to convey it doesn't convey that everything feels dead there's no life to anything in this game um it feels very hollow from what we've seen so far and it could just be like the very beginning level it could be an intro level kind of ease you into it but there's no real sense of urgency or threat with any of the enemies um you can literally just kind of walk by them and they'll ignore you it feels like they're very uh, timid yeah just kind of yeah, walk at you like what's this yeah it, it feels like you've stumbled into like the aftermath of like you know someone walked in there already and killed everything and you're just kind of trailing behind like oh this is a nice stroll to the flesh fields today like it's just, it's just there's no real atmosphere to the game besides creepy grossness these these monsters need to move like they got a fucking purpose in life. They need to be fucking rushing you. They need to be making all sorts of weird squealing noises or fucking screaming, disturbing, guttural fucking <laughs> fucking noises and shit while they're coming at you. And you'd be yeah. fucking just doo, 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 fucking blasting into them. Chunks of fucking parts of them I mean, flying off. And then when you kill fine. them, they ragdoll into pieces everywhere. That would it's that would be to fit the to fit the aesthetic of this game. That I think would sell it. That's the atmosphere is fine. Much is what you just yeah. What did you say, Josh? That's dead space. Is pretty much what you just yeah. Except for first person, not fucking the screaming shit. Yeah, but like, um, isn't that the game where you got to fucking ch- shoot the limbs off, which is weird? Yeah, yeah you got to yeah. fucking dismember them. Never been a big fan of that. Um. Okay, sorry, yeah, Chris, what were you saying? It could be open and like that for the most part, but once you engage in combat, there needs to be a sense of like urgency or some sort of... Like, the you're in danger. Louder. Yeah, it, it just really feels like target practice. You're shooting clay... clay uh, what is it? Clay pigeons, pigeons at that point. Chubby flesh pigeons. Mm-hmm. One thing that kind of annoyed me was like, 
it seemed like he only had, you know, that much ammo. And then, like, you're kind of just wasting on these little bitches. And, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It just didn't seem like. And then that's that's where, like, that, that's, what, that's what I said. It was, like, dead, dead space. Like, you're trying to reach the next checkpoint with the resources you have. But it seems like it's, like, an arbitrary, like, giving you resources. Like, it doesn't matter. Or, it sh- like, it, they should just give you fucking ammo. It shouldn't be, like, a thing. Mm-hmm. So, when all the guns shoot like really slow and they're not very impactful looking and like where the fuck's the melee combat at he can't swing that thing like a bat where's the weird organic fucking melee weapon well that one thing shot like the fucking harpoon the key well it was like a needle yeah. he just kind of shoved it into the fucking juicy hole and then lifted it yeah I don't know if I call that I mean it's technically a melee weapon but more so seemed like that's where it's supposed to go this belongs here. <laughs> and the monster's like, yep. They stomped him with his fucking sick thighs out. All right. So if you could grade your interest and anticipation for this, what would you grade it? If on Game Pass, I'll probably give it a go because, um, you know, I got no. So I'm given that that is a possibility for you in your future, what is your anticipation in a grade? Plus. A what? D plus. D, D plus. It fucking passes, but it's down there. I don't think I'd be checking anything out on Game Pass if my anticipation for it was a D plus because I got to waste time downloading that shit. And I'm not going to do that when I can go play something fucking else. <laughs> waste my goddamn bandwidth with a fucking D plus. All right, it's fair. Chevy? F. Chris? D. I know I flipped Josh a lot of shit just now for that D plus. I'm going to give a C minus. So not that much more. Only reason I'm giving a C minus is because I'm curious if it's super bad or maybe it's really good. I don't know. But what I see so far, I feel like I probably won't enjoy playing it. But I'm a curious boy. And that's the, the C there is for fucking curious. Curious minus. Fucking almost not curious, but I want to know why they made the game. So, and I will find that out, especially if it's on Game Pass. I will definitely try it out then. Um, yeah. Anything else you guys want to say? Absolutely not. <laughs> Let us know in the comments. What did you guys think of Scorn? Uh, are you excited for it? Are you not excited for it? Is there information about this game that you've heard or read somewhere uh, that you'd like to throw in the comments below? Maybe a link or something. If you're like, no, there's something you missed here. Um, what was the most interesting thing about this that you saw was the least interesting thing. If you're not too into it, uh, are you anticipating this game and, uh, are you looking forward to playing it on game pass? Because I assume it's going to be on there and are you going to play it on Xbox series, uh, X, um, or PC? Let's know everything you're thinking about in the comments below. It's that time again, where we go back, we check out episodes that we did in the last week and then we read your comments and have discussions. Sometimes it's most the show. You'll say one thing and we just have a whole conversation about it, which is always cool. Uh, so, of course, we reacted to Cyberpunk 2077 Night City Wire Episode 4. Uh, the episode is doing very well for us. It's almost at 4,000 views. So thank you, everybody who's watched that video. And if you haven't, go check it out. We've been getting a lot of great comments on here as well. we got a really good ratio of four people who did not dig the video and 163 that did just want to throw it out there take that any day 
Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we got a lot of comments. I'm still going through and um, and trying to reply to all of them because that's what I try and do. But uh, yeah, and I believe that was a taste of cast as well. So we talked about other things. We did other things. So make sure to check out that episode. So um, let's see. Where's the comments I wanted to read? Um, I'll read that one after the one I wanted to read. Uh, first comment we got is from Simon uh, Chromecock Randall. It used to be something different. Now he's changed it. Uh, I think I like. I don't know which version of the, your name I like the best. This, this is a good one, though. I think it kind of fits the game we just watched. Um, anyway, uh, Simon Chromecock Randall says, I liked this Night City Wire better than the previous one. They have approximately 29 base car models and then a bunch of variations of them that have their own perks. Allegedly, they can have uh, anti-mine systems, for example. If they really do feel different to drive, as the developers said they do, beyond slightly higher top speed, it's a wrap. It's kind of a weird, or it's kind of weird seeing a studio with zero prior experience in urban settings, first-person shooting, or vehicle handling in games pull off something like this. I do kind wish, I do kind of wish of the or do kind wish of these episodes stopped being four minutes gameplay and 20 of marketing fluff though i agree with seth that rockstar is probably the only studio that's going to mimic or top this level of overall game detail but then rockstar games are linear for that effect uh basically detail first gameplay second cyberpunk isn't uh it's an action rpg at its core so that seems to be more rpg than probably any other open world rpg this generation whoever is making games of a similar genre uh bug thesda obsidian warhorse etc i don't see them playing with this bar for a long time to come thoughts i mean i definitely agree with the the last section the companies that you mentioned um bug thesda well like even like obsidian right like obsidian makes like cool fun games don't get me wrong but like they're never like prioritizing uh the polish and like the crazy graphics no. and stuff like that right they, they they're literally fun making games. fun games so yep. it's kind of hard to throw them in that that uh that ring um bethesda has no excuse they have plenty of money <laughs> so um and i'm sure they can hire plenty of talent if they don't have it um other than that, uh, I, I really liked this uh, NCW as well. Um, it was more consistently stuff I wanted to see with less of it being uh, stuff I didn't care about, which, you know, I don't mind too much if as long as you can go back and forth on it. If it's, it starts turning into more stuff I don't want to watch, then, yeah, it starts getting a little boring. <coughs> Yay. Um, but, yeah, no, it was really enjoyable. Uh, it was really interesting seeing – uh, all the car stuff and uh i think you make a good point about them being a third person you know fantasy horses you know game companies uh then doing everything completely opposite so. mm. yeah um i agree as well with uh night city wire this episode being better than the previous one um i said this in the last episode too though they're all bangers to me but this one was really good because there's no downtime in a sense that i felt like i was like well you know this is cool but i don't really care that much um 
So I agree across the board. It was very uh, good. Showed a lot of really cool stuff. Um, this info you're saying about the 29 base car models with different variations that can have possibly anti-mine systems. Very cool. Very exciting for that. I agree with you 100% when it comes to, um, and I've been saying this for a while, uh, the, the studio with no prior knowledge of this stuff. I mean, this was an early thing I was worried about when it came to this game is uh, a, a company that's essentially made third-person RPGs making a shooter kind of freaks me out because they don't have, they're, they're definitely different feeling type games. Um, so it kind of freaked me out in the sense of like, are they going to be able to nail how guns feel? Um, or at least the, you know, the flow of a good shooter. Uh, of course it's an RPG first, but like, you know, um, just nail that feeling and not make it feel clunky and shitty. And we've seen that they, they have nailed it. Just like the cars. I was worried. I was like, are they going to feel kind of shitty? Are they going to drive stiff? Are they going to be floaty? We've seen it, especially in this last episode, how good they move, how they look like they drive differently, like all sorts of stuff. I mean, they're they're really, they started at at a point in this development where we saw early footage and we're like, yeah, it looks good. It looks like, you know, it looks like a better version of a lot of like uh, open world RPGs. And now I'm like, the quality is just fucking really unmatched. And, you know, I agree with Seth as well when it comes to Rockstar uh, it's probably the only other company that could do this. And I really, I really mean that, um, regardless of your criticisms of rockstar and their game design, stuff like that, I'm talking about purely on a, uh, funding level, a tech technology level, and the willingness to put this amount of work into a game. I still, to this day, have not seen anyone do what rockstar has done with grand theft auto five, a game that's been out for fucking ever at this point and red dead redemption two. There are no games that rival them on a technological basis when coming or when it, when it comes down to making living, breathing worlds. Not narrative wise, not character and story wise. I'm talking about walking down the street, walking across the plains, and seeing fucking storms roll in, weather change dynamically with the clouds, wind, random animals, people doing random shit, reading newspaper, throwing stuff in the garbage, random car accident happening. I mean, like Rockstar has, it, they are so ahead on that game that nobody's caught up and so when i'm watching this game i'm going like holy shit this might be the the people who can do what rockstar does for sure and so just in a different way they're prioritizing different things they're making an rpg it's cd project red so they're making a really good rpg rockstars make rpgs um of course borrow some things from rpgs into their games but Everyone you know they, they make exactly every game nowadays has some kind of rpg uh, mechanic because RPGs were so ahead of the fucking game that people were like, that's a good idea. You can like become better as you play the game. And they're like, yeah, that's a great mm-hmm. idea, right? And they're like, yeah, why doesn't why isn't every fucking game I mean, have that? Besides storytelling, that's what's keeping you there is that that progression. Yeah, exactly. So, and now every game has it. happening since San Andreas too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I really think like, you know, when we're talking about the bar being set high here, I'm mostly talking about other people within the same genre. They're, they fucking passed Bethesda years ago when they're developing this game. What I'm seeing now, Bethesda is not even in the same fucking league. They're not like, they're so far back. It's like, I forgot about them. That was years ago. I last heard from Bethesda. Um, we're with uh, where uh, Cyberpunk's at right now. Um, but if somebody else was to come out and be like, we're going to make a fucking Cyberpunk game as well. And as Rockstar, I think Rockstar would be able to offer something not not the same of quality, but they would offer something so fucking big and huge in every way that I think they're the only company that could do it. Anyone else would probably make a great game, but the scale of Rockstar games 
and uh and what they put into their games is just so fucking unfathomable and beyond what Naughty Dog would do in in and I I I think Naughty Dog puts like a crazy amount of work in their games but they make very story driven uh very detailed games that are telling stories um they don't make big open games like uh like rockstar does so um yeah i haven't seen anyone else do what rockstar does it's fucking crazy again not talking about gameplay or the way they tell the stories or whatever i have my criticisms as well uh so yeah um just throwing that out there and then um i agree with the uh um four minutes of gameplay and 20 minutes of marketing fluff. This is pretty common in a lot of these things. And even some of the Night City Wire episodes have had a lot of fluff in them. Um, it's never bad fluff because it's cyberpunk related. So I'm going to be into it regardless. But um, yeah, this one seemed to to be pretty straightforward. The only fluff I really say is the cosplay thing. And it's very brief. Um, even when they're talking with Ken Reeves and the other guy uh, from Arch, uh, you know, motorcycles or whatever, it had to do with the game. That stuff is going to be in the game. They recorded audio and all that stuff, and I thought it was interesting. So uh, this one was very – I mean, I think we all graded it high. It was a really good episode, so I agree with you 100%. Uh, yeah, anybody else? Josh? Um, no, the only, one, the only thing I, I was going to say is Please? Um, kind of off topic was the um, the only other person, the only other studio that I know that's done something like this, you know, went from completely one thing to the other is Guerrilla Games. They – made kill zone forever and all of a sudden they came out with horizon zero dawn and, and completely knocked it out of the park um they did that, they did kinda... get crazy with the scale but i would argue and of course they're different genres and i do think horizon zero Dawn's a much better game gorilla started making kill zone and at the time when kill zone came out kill zone 2 and kill zone 3 which no one really gave a fuck about um they they came out the gate making real fucking crazy graphic triple a games um, I remember when Killzone first came out, it blew my mind because like it was an immersive first person shooter back then. It was just like, do, 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 do reload. But in this, like when you reload, like the, where your, uh, face is at, we weren't just stuck in position. Like you'd look down at the gun and stuff like that. And like, that wasn't done really. Um, so you could also like lean, like get on your tippy toes, couldn't you? And like, I think so. Yeah. Like it had like a weird, like you can peek over cover. Yeah, what Gorilla was doing with FPS at the time, even though I'd argue those games were not that fun to play, uh, going hmm. back to something we just talked about, um, visually, they were fucking crazy. Uh, they are doing some very ambitious stuff back then. So it is crazy that they jumped from that to Horizon Zero Dawn, but like the quality, they really jumped quite a bit, but you know, they've, they always were kind of a powerhouse when it came to that. So. Mm-hmm. But it was quite the jump. Yeah. Just like, yeah, just like Witcher 3, which is a high-quality AAA RPG jumping to... It, it's just so fuck, such a huge leap, though, man. When you look at Cyberpunk and what they did with it, it's such a huge leap. Each Witcher has yeah. been, like, more and more ambitious, for sure. But, like, this is, like, just fucking, like, abandoning everything they've they've done to just like do like something quadruple the size and like not map size but like just ambition mm-hmm. so it's it's crazy you can really tell that this is a passion project for them because of the level of detail they're willing to put into making things even just like the car just the car aspect alone what we saw 
the how much effort they're putting into just capturing the audio for specific cars and just the different aspects of what cars sound like and how much effort they're putting into like making all these different cars and how they're all unique. You can tell that just this one aspect of the game tells how important everything is about this game to the company. Like it just puts a really good sense of just how dedicated they are to making this a great game. Agreed. Anything else? No. Not for me. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you, Simon Chromecock Randall, for your comment. Always enjoy reading yours, and uh, I agree with everything you're saying. So, uh, We got a comment from, uh, oh, this is going to be rough for me to say, Direct Skunk. Uh, it says, Taste Loot Gaming, Cyberpunk Reaction, you sweeten my day. Thank you, guys. You're so welcome. Thank you for uh, uh, the support and uh, enjoying what we do here. Just wanted to give you a shout out. Uh, where's the other thing I needed to read as uh, as a part of what I just read? It was from Wade. Um, okay, so Wade says, I don't personally think even Rockstar can compete really with the level of detail that our, our CD Projekt Red puts into their games, not financial ability or personal uh, personnel-wise but just the desire. People forget Rockstar has been known to exploit customers' wallets and just have had a lot of anti-consumer practices at times, which already puts them out of the argument, in my opinion, as a company that truly cares. Also, Rockstar's attention to detail is completely different than CD Projekt Red's attention to detail. Um, I agree with some of that. Um, They are different, 100%. But uh, the amount of detail, I would say, in... Red Dead Redemption 2 um, is fucking insane. Like, uh, I still think it's like one of the most fucking gorgeous looking games to just like wander in. Or like, was that uh, St. Denis going there at night and seeing all the lights glowing and shit and all the specific details of every fucking sidewalk and alleyway and building and every wagon and horse and person wandering around that bitch with fucking the smoke coming out of the fucking... Uh, smokestacks and it's it's just incredibly fucking rich with detail it's insane i haven't seen anything like it um but yeah i i remember when witcher 2 came out and before it came out i was reading up on like how fucking much work they're putting into design of even clothes and i was like wow it's really interesting and then when when i played it i'm looking at every individual fucking character and they're not like run of the mill fucking like armors you see in every game ever like you look at it and there's actually different fabrics and patching and fucking uh, you can see where it's been sewn and the metal parts of the armor stuff like that like it's super fucking detailed to the point where it's like obscenely detailed like nobody else is fucking putting that much work into like clothes clothing design of random NPCs you're going to walk by during a battle. Um, so yeah, they are very different. Um, that's what I'm saying. I really, you know, their ethics aside of how they view customers and stuff like that, you know, some people would argue and have been arguing in the mainstream that CD project red exploits their workers, different, different conversations for those things. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about, you know, just, uh, how much they're willing to put into a game uh, to realize, to really fucking realize something that other people cannot fucking touch. I think both these companies do that. Um, and Naughty Dog, 
but Naughty Dog doesn't make what these guys make. I think when it comes to storytelling and cinematics, um, the way you can tell stories uh, in games, Naughty Dog excels for sure in graphics. But yeah, CD Projekt Red and, and Rockstar are just, they knock the ball fucking out of the park <laughs> to the point where no one can, no one can fucking find the thing. So anyway, my thoughts. You guys have anything to add to that? Mm, no, I, I mean, I actually think that Rockstar does. I think they're kind of neck and neck um, when it comes to detail in their games. Because, you know, like, there's like shit. There, there's a whole book of details just on the horses in Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, you know, so, I mean, and that's just one piece of the whole puzzle. And one of the dynamics that, of their multi multi engine fucking ragdoll and I forgot what the name of it is, but uh dynamic movements of fucking uh <clears throat> like skeletal structure and stuff like that. that they have like before, three different yeah. systems going on at once. So someone can like get stuck on a car and grab onto it while it's driving away randomly and you could never see that ever happen again. I mean mm-hmm. like that that that's not in fucking ninety nine percent of games. Yeah. It's yeah, it's ridiculous. It's called Euphoria, I think, right? Yeah, I think so. Because it was also engine. in um, that Star Wars game where there's a lot of lightning. Force Unleashed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the one where lightsabers <laughs> didn't matter. Yeah. Um. So I, I, I would say that Rockstar is literally the only one that could, you know, on big open worlds at least, Naughty Dog being the other one. Uh, that would ever hold uh, as much detail as any CD Projekt Red game. So, yeah, it's 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 hard to even. I I don't even like comparing the two. I'm just saying, like, when it comes to the sheer will of doing something like this, there's almost nobody who will touch it. Bethesda sure fucking won't. Um, they won't even make ladders work. Yeah, they won't even make good animations. Um, but yeah, just. Uh, what Rockstar's achieved, and and the, the the thing is, the thing that's rough too is we only have what's been made so far. So, and I'm bringing up their most recent projects, which is Red Dead Redemption Two and and GTA Five. But GTA Five's an old game at this point. It's been out for fucking multiple generations. The end of the and 360, and era. it's still fucking impressive. It's still ahead of so many games. The, nobody's achieved a world like Grand Theft Auto Five when it comes to an open world. Still, it's crazy when it comes to like you know it existing as an existing world, um, not gameplay wise, uh, and so yeah, and we haven't played Cyberpunk yet. But what we're seeing, I'm like, nobody's doing this in this genre. No one's put this much fucking work into this genre. They're different genres too. So it's like, yeah, that was my my initial uh, point was that. In their own respective genres, the only other person I could see someone doing something this ambitious and this fucking just painstakingly detailed, horrendously fucking just meticulous work is is those companies. That's it. Like I said, I give Night Dog praise all the time. They're not doing this. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I think. Enough. All right. Thank you, Wade. Uh, for your comment, and then there was one other one. Where the hell did it go? Oh no! 
doing it this way is always kind of rough. Uh, somebody suggests we play Guild Wars 2. I do really enjoy Guild Wars 2. So uh, thank you for that suggestion, Sunny Day. Um, oh, hot takes. Someone said, this is Crimson Fire, says Dragon's Dogma is a cooler, better functioning monster hunter. You can't even roll in Dragon's Dogma. Uh-oh. <laughs> You've upset Chris. It's a cooler, more functioning, better functioning. How? You Ask him. You can't hold a button and swing in the air at things. In Monster Hunter. play with you. Huh? You can't. You can't invite your friends to play with you. This is true. This is true. But is that yeah, but you're not, less you're cool not or more cool? miles an hour on the back of a griffin. Like trying to knock it out of the sky before oh, it's... on the back of it. He jumps across the fucking map shooting dragon breath at people. Can your teammates in slow-mo go... <laughs> and fucking taunt animals while fucking the camera zooms in on them? They're like, over here! <laughs> That's pretty cool. It's like 300-esque. You yeah, can they're... jump and grab Griffin's fucking ankles and just fly off with them and shit and direct where they go. There's a lot of cool shit going on in Dragon's Dogma, but we're, we're going to talk about that later. I'm not I'm not holding uh, Great Jaggers down while my teammates tear into it. Because you're doing it wrong. Heard it here, <laughs> you heard it here like first. That. Josh does it wrong. <laughs> um, I play Monster Hunter wrong. You've been doing it wrong this whole time. Uh... All right, and then uh, last one, we got Lem New saying, no USA, not China, but Poland will take us to the future. Respect for CD Red. I don't know if that's going to happen, but I, I definitely, definitely dig your enthusiasm, and I love that uh, we have a AAA developer out of Poland that is uh, not only popular with some people, but very popular in general. It's cool to see... Uh, I want to see more games come out of China for sure, but uh, you know we got a lot of the the big companies that exist already, and uh, to see you know one kind of grow from from Poland, I think it's really neat. So, and that's something that's really interesting. I talked about this in the Discord recently. Having this channel and uh, having the success of our original Cyberpunk reaction video, which I think has like one hundred three thousand views on it, which for this channel is fucking amazing. I've gotten to see so many people's reactions and talk to people who are like so enthusiastic about having uh, people from Poland or at least in around the area who are very enthusiastic about having um, a developer from there that is just making awesome shit. And it's just really cool to see. I'm, I like that kind of like pride of oh, going like, it, fuck yeah, we, we got point of pride. So. Yeah, it's pretty neat. So mm -hmm. um, in fact, I've been uh, trying to get a, this isn't necessarily a point of pride uh, remark, but more so like just people paying attention to, to CD Projekt Red and Cyberpunk. Uh, I'm I'm trying to get a RTX 3080 still. And there's a, a Twitch channel devoted to like pinging all the websites to see if they go on sale or not. And the chat in there is pretty much like, I'm just trying to get one before Cyberpunk. And I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> so, yeah. So yeah, the hype is very real. Yeah. You guys have anything to add? No. 
Oh. All right. Thank you, everybody, for your comments. The comments I didn't read, type in hashtag AskTLG if you wanted it to be on the episode. Otherwise, I will try and get to all your comments. Thank you for all the comments on that video. And then lastly, we had a Tasty Tuesday where we reacted to the PlayStation 5 user experience, the PS5 UI, and we talked about, uh, allegedly, uh, Sony possibly always listening to you in your private chats. You're talking, you think you're fucking alone, and then Sony's just like... Maybe we find out what kind of games they'll buy from us and we can really push those on them or even something more nefarious. We got a comment from the Josh that says the recording issue should be a parental control. I do believe minors should be protected. I think that adults need to be responsible for themselves. People now have a weird entrenching where they can't just leave the toxic situation. I don't walk into a church, point fingers and tell them you need to make it more comfortable for me because I ain't leaving. It's the internet. You have control to turn it off. Josh, do you have any opinions on this comment? Yes, that uh, the Josh is uh, is me. <laughs> Any thoughts on this? No, I mean, I mean it's it's true, man. Like, I don't I don't need daddy watching my back. Um, you did make a point in that video of, you know, it, it is cool to have tools um, to protect yourself, um, but I think the biggest way to protect yourself is just leave. Like. Mm-hmm. If you guys are just being dicks, I'm not going to hang out. Like, why the fuck would I do that? Or hang out long enough to the point where I'm like, I need somebody to enforce them to stop doing this. Yeah, like, like with all social media, whether it be Twitter, whether it be fucking anything, I can just be like, okay, and I'll just put put my phone down, and my mental health is just fucking normal again. Or 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 block them. If it's a public forum, it's different, in my opinion. I still think there is some over control going on the situations. I do think there are some um, sites that are worse than others, but. We're talking about a private party chat that you've invited people into or were invited into. Mm-hmm. I even talked to somebody recently uh, who was talking about how he was playing a game and people were fucking with him and he fucked them up in some way. And then they invited him into a private party chat where the dude who vi- invited him and like five of his friends all started talking shit to him. And he's like, he really invited me in here to talk shit to me like that. And then he left. And it's like, that's what mm-hmm. you would do. Like, you just go, I wouldn't even fucking accept accepted the invite, but he did. He was curious. I get that. Mm-hmm. I'm a curious guy. But, like, um, th- that specific situation is just the interesting factor. Like, I can't imagine, I can't fathom a situation where I'm in a party chat with Chevy, Chris, you, Cody, fucking Sarah, anybody that we know. We're playing a game together, and one of you are like, oh, nice fucking job, Seth. And I'm like, well, I was just trying. Like, yeah, you fucking always are just trying. You're not very good. You say you're going to get better, but you never fucking do it. Maybe if your thumbs weren't so fat, you can fucking press the buttons. Good. I'm like, my fat my fat thumbs aren't that fat. Leave me alone. And you're like, hey, you're fucking fat, fat thumbs. You suck. You're never going to be good at anything. I'm going to do it. Cut that hair, hippie. And I'm like, oh, and I can't. South Park skit? Jesus. And well, this is the scenario. I'm like, do I report them? Do I mute them? Do I mute the one guy who's bitching about my fat thumbs? Maybe I ain't that fucking th- fat. Reevaluate your friends at that point. Or do I leave the fucking private party? No, I'm gonna let's. I'm gonna record them. Like, well, you guys are talking so much shit. I got five minutes at my disposal. I'm about to fucking send twenty seconds of this harassment to Sony, and I hope they destroy you. Hopefully, they get rid of your your PSN account. Like, it just seems so fucking. I know this is exaggerated, but like, really. 
it's that ridiculous of a situation that it's like I have to think of something that ridiculous to make it work in my head. Because in real life, like if I'm in a private party chat, the likelihood of this scenario happening for me personally is fucking zero. It's not going to happen. People I'm playing with, no, none of you guys are going to fucking, especially me, none of you are going to push me to the point where I feel like I got to report somebody. That's not going to happen. <laughs> I, you guys might report You might report me by the end of it. Like, this guy's being a dick. But, like, <laughs> it's never going to happen. And if it was random people, I'd be like, you guys are fucking stupid. I'd leave. Or I just mute one person. Like, this guy's so annoying. I just mute him. Mm-hmm. That's it. I mean, like, I made the point in the episode, and I don't want, I don't want to talk too much because we did an episode on this, but, like, if someone's like, oh, dude, I know where you live. I'm going to fucking kill you. Like, I'll be over there, like, you know, soon when you're not expecting it. I'm going to do something. I'd be like, ooh, okay, this needs to get recorded. Yeah. that's I, That makes sense to me. But just this idea of, like, oh, no, all these people I play. Why is that person in a private party with you, though? Well, maybe yeah. you know the guy decent enough mm-hmm. to the point where you would be in a private party with it. But it escalates. But... <laughs> Well, yeah, but you're not. People definitely get heated in arguments all the time who know people really well. It happens all the time. So I could imagine in some scenario, way more likely than someone bullying you in private chat, someone just fucking flippantly saying, like, oh, fuck you. I'll fucking, next time I see him, I'm going to kick your ass or fucking punch your teeth down your throat or something like that. That totally could happen. It happens all the time on the internet. And fucking, you go, like, well, that's fucking intense. Like, that's the only thing other than that i just i don't i don't get it yeah the, the only time i can think of is like an acquaintance of a, like you're playing a group game with a friend like hey i got this buddy i want to, I want to play with and that person turns out to be a total dick and like threatening you but the only time like like it's a fucking private party you know yeah. what you're mm. getting into you should know ahead of time if you're going to private party these people that the things are going to you should know these people well in the acquaintance thing like you know Somebody could have a brother you're not very familiar with, but you're good friends with the person you're already in there with, and they're in there, and they start saying some crazy shit. It gets awkward because you're like, well, I don't want to leave because the people I'm playing with are here, but this guy's saying crazy shit. You fucking mute him. Yeah. Or you just call out and be like, why is he saying this shit? Right. And if the people you're with are not like, you know, like, yeah, chill out, dude. And they're just like, we'll fucking deal with it. Like, why are you in that? Like, it's just, it's so weird to me. Unless some guy also you're playing with, he's kind of acquaintance. And, the, you know, the other six people in there are like all cool. And this guy's like, yeah, it was one time when I was in fucking uh, Bangkok. I murdered someone and buried him under the fucking building on, on you know, First Avenue. You'd be like, whoa, okay, 20 seconds right here. <laughs> like, <laughs> the only, my brain only goes to like legal things, like fucking like evidence. He always told me where he buried the bodies. I don't. No one's gonna believe me. I heard Bigfoot. I swear. I gotta record this. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't know. If someone goes, "You're a dick sniffer," I'm gonna be like, "Dude, whatever." Like, I'm not gonna fucking. You just like, bad because I gotta sniff your dick. Because yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna be like, oh, 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 wait a second, I'm about to share this. You know, like I just be like, a uh, dick sniffer. What? <laughs> are you talking about <laughs> yeah yeah you're a fucking dork and then i would just like leave it at that um i do think this will be exploited though um, yep. big time. um i think people are gonna be like you're fucking you're a piece of shit blah 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 and then they invite him to like a party chat and then the guy's like you know and then they talk shit more and then the guy's like man fuck you dickheads well imagine then, like a bunch of fucking like 14 year olds playing a game together 
Sounds awful. And they're like, yeah, it sounds awful. But someone's like, what's that word that we're not supposed to be saying or whatever? It starts with this and ends with this. And people are like, oh, I know what you're talking about. And they're like, well, uh, I, I don't remember exactly what it was. What it, they, just, they just go on for like 20 minutes. And the kid finally says it. And they're like, oh, and then they like record that. And then send mm-hmm. it like, oh, I can't believe you fucking said this. That, yeah. That's totally going to happen. All of a sudden they're clutching pearls. <gasps> oh, my God. I can't believe you said it. And they just ham it up. And then they not only send it to Sony, they fucking throw it on YouTube. Yep. Mm-hmm. Or something. And just, you know, fuck that person up. Like, it's just... I don't know. I just see the exploitation of it. It's like, and I mentioned this in the episode, but like, um, kick systems. I, 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 I get why they're there in principle. I think it's a good thing. But in practice, it never is. I've experienced it too many times. I'll play too good. And someone's like, I think Sleep Division's hacking. And I'm like, oh fuck, here we go. And someone's like, yeah, me too. I'm pretty. I'm a hundred percent sure. Red sus. Yeah, red sus. Mm-hmm. And fucking, it just like spreads like cancer. And then you get like, you get three votes out of five, and people deny. And they're like, I don't think he's doing it. And it just goes on for a while. But then by the end of the match, fucking, they finally get those five votes. Someone's just like, oh, I'm sick of this. Just kick him. And then you're just kicked out. Like people mm-hmm. exploit this shit all the time. Yeah, and then people who actually need to be kicked, like fucking. Wolf jumping across yep. the crane on Kick the Wolf. Like he doesn't get kicked, but people who are just playing the goddamn game get kicked. Fucking dumb. Kick or Wolf. Back, or they come back with a vengeance and fucking swing their little knife through walls and I warned them. you. That was that was the one time. I'm a pretty big skeptic, but that in that moment I witnessed God. <laughs> That guy told us, if you kick me, you're going to regret it. And we're like, get rid of this fucking guy. We kicked him. He got back in the full server we were already playing in, told us, I warned you, and unleashed hell. Everyone was dying, and it was just knife kills, just building up on the left side of the fucking screen. And it was just chaos. You couldn't live. There was no way to live. And he was just up out of the map, outside of the building, flying. I saw him through the window. He's just in the sky. He's just going... Swing his knife and everybody's just getting murdered. It was horrifying. <laughs> I love that story. It's fucking scary, dude. I got to witness that. Rob was there too. That wasn't even like a just me thing. Rob wasn't in the van, scared of the ghosts. Oh, he likes that van. It's very warm and non ghostly in there. <laughs> I'm like, what time is he? He's like, oh, I'm in the van. I'll check. I'm like, when'd you leave? Weren't you just in here? Yeah, I was there for like two seconds. Just checking to see if there's a ghost. <laughs> you check the temps. Oh, I'm. I'll get the thermometer. I'm. I'll be back in five minutes after you guys are dead. Um, yeah. Anything else you guys want to add to that? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't need a babysitter, so yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's different. We're all in our thirties, so like, not for much longer. <laughs> oh, I got a little bit. What are you talking about? I am like twenty-three. Uh huh. That's the beard of a 23-year-old. Josh looks lost. He's just, like, looking around. Like, he doesn't know what the fuck's going on. He's like, wait, how old am I? All right, well. well yeah, I was just thinking, I was like, I was like, we're kind of close to the same age. I was like, we're both in our 30s. I'm 33. I'm like, fucking, I'm still in the early 30s. I'm 34. I know. I'm in my early 30s, too. I'm running for president in fucking two years. Taking this bitch over. Um, thank you for the comment, the Josh. Thank you. Thanks, Josh. 
Thank you, everybody, for your comments. Uh, if you want your comment to be read for sure, you're like, hey, he didn't read my fucking comment and make jokes about all sorts of weird shit, too. You type in hashtag AskTLG on your comment, and it will get thrown to the front of the line. Uh, but, yeah, that's going to do it for this episode of TastyCast. Episode 128, almost to 130. We're almost to 2,000 subscribers. Tell your friends to subscribe because I'd like to hit 2,000 by the end of the year. But that's going to do it for this episode. So always, thank you for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to check out our other episodes. Check us out on Tumblr, Twitter. Not Tumblr. Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, other places. <laughs> link down below. We have the Google links. There's, there, yeah, we own Google when it comes to Tastyloot. Just type in Tastyloot. You'll find us. Um, we have Discord link down below. You can talk to us anytime, all time. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms. If you prefer to listen to us, you can support the channel by liking, commenting, and sharing this video. But also, we have a Patreon if you'd like to support us even further. It's appreciated. Thank you. And uh, stay tuned. We got Plus Club and Game of the Month coming in the next week. And also, quick reminder, I probably just said in the very beginning, TastyCast is now on Fridays, as you are seeing right now. So that is the schedule in case you missed that on Tasty Tuesday. I'll try and remind you guys in the next couple episodes just so you're all on the same page knowing when to expect TastyCast. Um, also, start thinking about what you want to play in December. Another thing I forgot to say. Uh, December is your guys' pick for Game of the Month. Uh, last year we did for two months. We had you guys vote per episode. Um and then whoever got the majority got to their game, got to uh, be the game of the month. This year, we're doing it in the month of November, so very soon. And the thing I am thinking about doing, it's not 100% yet, but I'm pretty sure I want to try this because we're going to do something different this year, is every episode, everybody's going to be able to vote once. You're going to type in the game you want, and I'm going to tally that. But this time around, because I like the aspect of game of the month where it's random, I'm going to have the top three highest voted um, games get uh, thrown into a hat and randomly picked. Um, that way, uh, you know, if you're in the top three, you still have a chance of winning. Um, so you don't have to work like super hard to be number one. You just got to stay in the top three and you will have a really good chance of your game being picked for game of the month. That way we also get to be surprised as much as you guys uh, when the game gets revealed. So I think that's what we're going to do. Uh, expect that to start happening in November. I will make a video or at least talk about it in an upcoming video soon to make sure that the rules are crystal fucking clear. My name's Seth. I'm Chevy. I'm Josh. And I'm Chris. Thank you for joining us, Josh. You're welcome back, of course, anytime. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, until the next episode, have a good one, guys, and take it easy. Thank you.